Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. Today, for your Friday episode, I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. Charles Rockhill. I don't know where that came from. We're doing jazz hands for the uh, $50 a month and higher members. And I said that when we started recording the video, and I go, there are no higher members than 50. No one has signed up at those tiers yet. (laughs) But... It came to my attention that maybe not everybody knows the perks of $50 a month members. You get Friday uh, video pods. You get video of the episodes we're recording. And right now, in the background of the video, you can see Penny in her little suit. She's right there. She's uh, contemplating how she's going to kill me. This is the bow on her butt? Yep. Um, that's for the light treason uh, people, right? Not the Patreon people. Right. There are two different things. I have supporters at Patreon, and I have supporters uh, for Light Trees and News. Patreon, you get your own perks. Um, those are the people who get to send questions and do the online hangouts. Eventually... Snail the, mail. <laughs> snail mail. That's the $50 a month members. Eventually, Light Trees and News people, you will have your own perks. Uh, I am just very broke right now, so I can't do stuff like uh, merch until I have some money. But right now, one of the perks you can get as a $50 a month member is access to the video podcast that we do every Friday. And you get to see our little faces. I'm very shiny. I apologize. And I am pink. Charles is very pink. I think it's the lighting, which is my fault. Uh, I'm going to get you one of those like YouTuber thing oh, ring lights I to put up there. I need those. Yeah. Everybody looks so good and their skin looks flawless. Yeah. I have a little one that like clips onto my phone that I, I can know, take selfies with. I know. You busted with. it out at Stonewall and it's yeah. the best selfie anyone's ever taken of me. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I always forget. I always leave it at home though. It's stupid. Um, um, so guys, while we are at the beginning of the episode, I want to remind everyone that Light Trees and News is 100% member supported, um, and I'm going to keep it going for as long as I can. Your girl's making some life changes coming up, including um, moving to save money and, and all that stuff. And I'll keep it going as long as I can. But you can support the show for as little as $5 a month or a one-time donation. Um, shit is expensive, and this show is free. But if you're in an ab- if you're in a position to do so, please sign up to support it. Otherwise, I can't uh, bring you new episodes. Otherwise, we're going to have to take on sponsors like uh, Monsanto. Right. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> Monsanto. Yep. I am courting them aggressively, <laughs> and they are not into it for some reason. Can you believe? Like, do, uh, you, do you farm on the show? No, no, no. That's not important. <laughs> I thought you were like, do you even farm? <laughs> do you even farm, bro? Mean girl farmers. Oh, perfect premise. Let's do a herald right now. Um, guys, that was an improv joke. I got to do two insane characters last night. Um, if you're ever in Brooklyn and you want to go to a comedy show, go to Slick Comedy. It's at Mad Tropical in Brooklyn. And it's just the best comedy show. Like, everybody's so supportive, but I did two batshit characters one of them i actually did on this show um during one of the wednesday character interviews but darlene mcbride the high school driving instructor who's not a very good driver you guys she's not she's always texted her sister when she's driving Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, eating a giant burrito and steering the wheel with her kneecaps listen yes that's how i was taught to drive so i can't say anything remember when that was like a normal thing not the texting the steering the wheel with, with your, your kneecaps. Yeah. People would do that. Yep. And I was like, yep. I, uh, or the driving with the baby in your lap. Uh-huh. Sure. I remember, like I would get on my uh, mom's lap and pretend to drive. She was driving. Oh, that's fun like and that. dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. 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 A bunch of stuff. It's always great when as an adult, you just have those flashes of like, how am I alive? Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially if you were like a kid in the 80s. Or early nineties. How old were you when they when your parents started to teach you to drive? Because you're supposed to wait till you're sixteen or whatever, depending on your state. But um, I, some I, kids start early. No, they waited until I was sixteen. I think I was fifteen because I was really desperate to learn how to drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my my mom's boyfriend at the time. Uh, he was t- took me on like the back roads because I'm from the country, and uh, we were on a street that no one was on. It was dirt, by the way. <laughs> Uh-huh. And out of nowhere, this other car starts coming on the other side, and I just go, oh, "What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do?" And he goes, 
drive straight. You've been just <laughs> just keep going straight. Just driving in a straight line, You're you fine. weirdo. Yeah. Oh, so great. Um, my mom tried to teach me to drive once, and um, I was trying to merge, and I guess I didn't check fully to see if there were any cars. So I started to um switch lanes and instead of like articulating what i was doing wrong she just screamed at me what the hell are you doing <laughs> and that was the last time my mom went with me mm-hmm. uh teaching me to drive uh driving home from when i got my permit my grandmother took me because my mom was working uh, and and we had a very long again dirt driveway that had, had a couple potholes in it and watching my mom drive she always kind of like tried to drive around them so yeah. not to ruin the tires so that's what i was doing but my grandmother didn't realize that so she's like i'm never gonna get a car with you again (laughs) like i have a strategy grandma chill avoiding the potholes to save your car yeah so guys speaking of my patreon over there if you sign up at the five dollar a month or higher levels uh you get to send questions that will answer on light trees and news and i have one for you charles Really? Because yeah, remember a while ago you were talking about how you make veggie burgers sometimes in the toaster? Oh, exclusively in the toaster. Okay. So Allison with one L, that's fine. I won't hold it against <laughs> you. Says, I have a question for Charles. If we get to ask questions for the new podcast. Oh my god, Allison, you totally do. What are your favorite or the best brands of veggie burger patties to cook in the toaster? They they're, they they have been varying consistencies and levels of fat, so I assume this would affect their toastability. Very true. Yes. Very, very true. Great question. Um, the easiest ones to do where you don't really have to tinker with much um, is are the Morningstar ones. Uh-huh. Uh, like the... Old school. Yeah. So like the, the chicken ones that they had, the chicken patties or the, um, I don't know, they had the spicy black bean, like those toast very very easily if you have a toaster that has different settings like for bagels or if you're like defrosting something Mm -hmm. um those will help get to like the inside it really depends on your toaster it also definitely depends on the kind of veggie burger because there are some that i've gotten from trader joe's where you have to um it works but they come out a little bit soft yes so to pull them out they would fall apart so what you do is you turn the toaster on the side slide them right under your plate brilliant brilliant um and then there are a couple that are very that are more like um, grain based, like quinoa or like stuff like that. Those don't necessarily go well. You have to toast them, almost burn them, so that they come out in one piece. Right? Wow, um, you are like a fucking expert at this. You should write a cookbook that's just <laughs> how to cook veggie burgers in toasters. Just on my specific toaster, <laughs> this is the setting for this one. You have to come over to my apartment, and I'll do it for you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's trial and error. Sometimes the, the worst thing is that you, it'll start to fall apart. That's when you know that you need to slide it out as opposed to pick it out. Right. And, uh, sometimes the middle will be cold. So, you know, just pop it in for a couple more seconds. I'm turning the camera more. Cause I realized I'm very centered. You're barely in frame, but there's a lot of penny. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. That's all lot. the people want. Wait, how do I move my arm to get her? There's a lot of penny. There's a lot of penny. But bow. But oh, all right. So, guys, um, what did I want to? Oh, yes. Um, we're in the pop culture segment of the show. If you're new to light trees and news, um, the deal is we talk about pop cult- culture and then uh, bad news, and then we end with good news. So, right now, before we get into newsy stuff, do you have anything you're watching, listening to, or reading right now that you would like to rec- recommend to everyone, Charles? My <laughs> mouth will work eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have a recommendation yes. and an anti-recommendation. <gasps> oh, I love. Go. I'll start with the recommendation. I went and saw A Quiet Place. <gasps> okay. So. Um, have you seen it yet? No. 420 is approaching. Okay. And um, yes. Do you already know what I'm going to say? Yeah, I do. Okay. I feel like I do. So I make, um, and I don't want to brag, legendary pot brownies. And Chloe, Miss Chloe Patterson. I live in fear of these brownies. (laughs) uh, Wants me to make them. And I was like, uh, sure, I'll do the labor if if you supply the goods. And she did. So I'm going to make them for us tomorrow. And she wants to go see A Quiet Place. Well, high on edibles. Yes. Uh, This is a big mistake. (laughs) Big mistake. (laughs) I heard it's great. Oh, it's so good. But I feel like I like. No, that would be so intense. I can watch a lot of things high. Um, 
horror movies could not be one of them. Yeah. One, because I really need to focus and I really enjoy them. So yeah. I don't want to like miss anything. Same. I'm cussing. Yeah. But also like anxiety. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's not going to calm me down. It's like, just one of the to. ideas that sounds so fun in theory. And then we'll get there and it's going to be like, my God, we've made a mistake. That's like my friend Frank who was like, do you want to come over and get high and watch it? And I was like, no. No, you psycho. <laughs> also, we're not friends anymore. Okay. <laughs> now that I know where you're at mentally. Um, But I... I hope you enjoy yourself. I'm scared for both of you. I'm a little scared too. But aren't those the most rewarding experiences when you're terrified? Mm. Is that true? I don't know. Um, I I really I really enjoyed it. I it's been a while since it. It's it's. I'm glad M Night Shyamalan did a good movie. It's him, right? No. No. Mm-mm. Why did I think it was him? No, the uh, John Krasinski directed it. Wait. He's in it and directed it and. Emily Blunt convinced convinced him to do it, and then she read the script and was like, "Oh, you have to Did put." Did I in just this. invent this? Yeah, he didn't write it. He had nothing <gasps> to do with it. Why? I just created a completely false memory. Wow. Wow. Okay. I really thought that. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. What was the last thing that he did that I liked? He did oh, have a mo- movie out a while. Uh, didn't he do Split? I didn't see that, but I heard oh, it was good. somebody gave me um, a screener good. of it because I have no big deal, guys. I have friends who get screeners. Was that even a brag? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but they gave it to me, and they they watched it, and they said it was good. But I haven't seen it yet. Isn't he? He's also supposed to be rebooting Tales from the Crypt, isn't he? For like an eight episode thing on HBO. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Oh, he better not fuck that up. I'll never forgive him. Right. So weird, you guys. Anyways, uh, so you enjoyed it? I did enjoy it. Um, it is without any spoilers. Sorry, excuse me. Um, the uh, it was very scary, but it, um, definitely meant more to keep you like on the edge of your seat. Kind of scary. There's mm-hmm. a few jump scares, but that's not what it's about. It's about like the entire movie is just tension, which is done very well. Yes, that's what I heard. Uh, when John Krasinski was on Ellen, he was like, "I don't like horror movies. I don't like watching them. I don't like, <laughs> I, but I did this, so go watch it. I guess." Um, so funny. And uh, Emily Blunt is amazing obviously she's so good yeah um one of the oh that may be a spoiler so i'll leave that out don't tell me anything also it's rare that a scary movie can like make me have like an emotional reaction i think i might have gotten confused because i think m night Shyamalan blurbed the movie oh okay because it it's being compared to his films there's also a question or two i want to ask you about it after you see it oh okay great spoil anything yeah yeah yeah. Um, very good Awesome. I'm so excited to see it. What's your anti-rec? <laughs> My anti-rec is about getting high. And uh, so definitely, uh, not that anyone would think to do this, but definitely don't get high and then go on YouTube and watch conspiracy theory videos <laughs> about the Malaysian flight. <laughs> that's oh missing. my God. Because I got into a real deep hole literally Wait, last you night. You know, they found like parts of the plane. I know, but like I'm watching the old videos that try to like explain how that happened. <sighs> and it's just like they get they get real deep into some I weird shit. I remember when that was happening and who it was fucking Don Lemon who was like, um, Oh, the black hole conspiracy mm-hmm. and all of that. And I remember at the time I was tweeting, guys, the ocean is very big. Yep. I think a lot of people know that theoretically. They're like, oh, it's big, but they don't realize how vast it is. Right. We've only explored like 5% of it. Exactly. <laughs> so they're like, no, we would have like found it by now. And it's like, no, you could disappear in the ocean and never be found yep. <laughs> very easily, even if it's a gigantic plane. Yeah. There was this weird thing about this guy on twitter who got a voicemail that was said to be like a recording of the black box from the malaysian plane that got sent to him through like a time warp and it was all sorts of weird shit and i was like (laughs) i'm too high for this i need to get up in the morning i need to go to bed now (laughs) i would love to see a video recording of you experiencing that just like huge pupils for the people for the people watching the video podcast it was literally just this the entire time <laughs> like that episode of it's always sunny where charlie uh wh- who's the guy pepe when he's like got the wall of conspiracy yeah uh, the strings so good so good uh so don't do that yeah or do, do that. that it was i mean that kind of sounds fun <laughs> i do love a good conspiracy theory even i listen to them like i listen to like fairy tales or urban legends like i the idea of them entertain entertains me but i never actually believe it i'm Mm -hmm. just like it's kind of funny that someone was that creative and 
devoted that many resources and, and man hours to yeah. creating a really convoluted story. Every once in a while, I'll watch one of those like weird 9-11 ones. Yeah. It's like, it was an inside job or it was like whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh, I remember when Leash Change dropped and everybody was like, what? For like yeah. three days. And then we were like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> they always, they always almost get me. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you yeah. You guys are. For me. Good job, though. Actually, good one job. of the most helpful things that ever happened on any new show ever, I think is when Democracy Now! invited on the Loose Change guys to debate the editors from Popular Mechanics. Okay. And obviously the guys from Popular Mechanics destroyed the Loose Change guys, <laughs> where like one of the most famous parts of the debate was when they were like, the Loose Change guys were like, um, steel doesn't melt at that temperature, at the, the temperature jet fuel burns. And Popular Mechanics guys were like, right, but it bends. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need for the building to collapse. And I was like, oh, the whole thing to come down, <laughs> finish them. Uh, it was really good. I, I actually think that was really helpful. I know Democracy Now! got some shit for even having the Loose Change guys on. Oh, really? But they were basically discredited in a single episode. So I think it was helpful. There's a there's a really good, uh, well, not good. It's if you are really into conspiracy theories as entertainment. Yes. There's a documentary, if you want to call it that, on Netflix called uh, Zeitgeist. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've I, watched that. Have yeah. you seen it? It's done well. It is it's done in, well. It's insane. It's completely insane. But it's done well. Yeah. I, I actually don't really remember it, but I did watch it. I uh, watched it a couple of years ago. It was pretty, I still remember it as a good whatever, so. Right. So... While we are still in the pop culture section, I wanted to talk about Kendrick Lamar won a fucking Pulitzer. Fuck yeah. And a lot of people were like, what? Because usually we don't hear about about musicians winning the Pulitzer, but there actually is a Pulitzer for music. Um, And he is the first um, musician to win it who is not a classical or jazz musician. Which really? is quite... A, yeah, he's the first rapper to ever win a Pulitzer. Would they give it out to... Ex- wait, it was exclusively classical or jazz before this? Uh, That's yeah. weird. Yeah, and also why you haven't heard about it <laughs> until yeah. now. Because it wasn't going to really well-known artists for the most part. Um, I mean, Bob Dylan won for literature. Yeah, he wasn't even music. Yeah. And then he refused it, right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds f- right. Or they couldn't find him um, for a while? Probably couldn't find him. Um, yeah, but he won for Damn. Um, the Pulitzer board characterized uh, that album as a virtuistic song collection unified by its vernacular, authenticity, and rhythmic uh, uh, dyn- dynamism that offers affecting vignettes capturing the complexity of modern African-American life, which is a really pretentious way to say it was a dope album. (laughs) Sick beats. (laughs) Listen, am I mad it wasn't Beyonce? Yes, but I'm very glad it was Kendrick. (laughs) Damn, such a good album. It is such a good album. Yeah, if you haven't heard it um, and you don't like rap, maybe you haven't listened to good rap, uh, Kendrick is good rap and you should listen to it. Do you remember when he he joined Beyonce for, I think it was the, it wasn't the Grammys. It was uh, the American Music Awards you last mean year. When the stage was on fire and they were kicking water. Yeah, 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 that was incredible. When they did that song, he had an extra verse that's not on the recorded version, and I'm like, "What? I need that remix. I need that one because that that extra really? verse that he adds is oh. so fucking amazing." Oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, Ken- Kendrick, that's this is fucking awesome. That album is sick. Yeah, I always think of. Um, I was at a show once and Melissa Harris Perry was performing and she called them King Beyonce and Prince Kendrick. Mm. And that's how they've always been in my head since then. It's like, yeah, Beyonce is our king mm-hmm. and Kendrick is our prince. And uh, I'm cool with that. Didn't she refer, Beyonce referred to herself as a king in a song before, right? I think she did. Maybe. Yeah. I think so. Maybe. Uh, so I also, nope, that was all I wanted to talk about. Uh, did you have any more recommendations other than watching conspiracy theories when you're high? <laughs> it's an anti-recommendation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not doing that. And a quiet place. Um, th- that's really what I've been doing for the last week. Dra- uh, I could go into drag race, but that's insane. Oh, there was a, <laughs> there was a drag race alum recently i found this out this morning it broke yesterday but uh she apparently tweeted that she got into a car accident in her uber and the uber driver died (gasps) and then the police and uber both like no that didn't that didn't happen she just made it up yeah apparently for attention yeah the the local police are like we haven't had a car crash here in in a while i 
that didn't happen. Don't Sorry. do that. So yeah, it's weird. And weird. it's like I, one of the girls that people have kind of forgot about. So I was like, oh, oh is that why she you lied? want attention? Yeah. Oh, that's All why right. she lied. Wow. But that was very easy to find out. Yeah. I mean, at least make the lie good. Yeah. Come on. All right, guys. So it's that time again. Mm. Don't worry. We're going to get through it together. We're here for you. Charles is making little sad noises, but he's also here for you. Me. Here is your bad news. So my bad news of the day is a continuation of a story that we've already covered on Light Trees and News about the two black men who were arrested at Starbucks because additional details have come out about the story that I, I feel are important for us to cover. Namely, that we now know their names, who they are, because when this story first broke, they were just identified as two young black men. Um, so their names are Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson. They appeared on ABC's Good Morning America to talk about what happened to them. And they provided some additional details that are even more batshit than the original story that we heard. Oh, I haven't heard this yet. So originally, it was kind of portrayed as though, yes, they were waiting for their friend at Starbucks, but they were like loitering, basically. Which, which is which is stupid. Not, that's not what you're doing. I, if you're a white person and you live in the city, like I have been at a Starbucks for hours and like bought nothing and just waited for people. I yeah, I worked at a Starbucks. People would come in with coffee from other places <laughs> and yeah. sit down, and we were not allowed to ask them to leave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you guys actually weren't allowed to do we that? We're not. No. Okay. If you if they brought in outside food or if they just had a computer, like back then, that was also when bathrooms were a lot more public to people before you needed codes. The codes, and shit. yeah. But yeah, we weren't allowed to ask anyone to leave unless they were causing a disturbance. Even the code thing now, though, like, um, you know, Bean and Bean? No, I don't. That coffee place? It's mm-hmm. it's by the old UCB theater. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go in and you just ask the girls at the counter, they tell you. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, protect the code. Like, did you order coffee? Like, they don't give a shit. So yeah. it's still, but also that's me asking. Maybe if I was a visibly homeless person asking, they would be like, yeah. no, bye. Yeah. Um. So anyways... That was kind of the way the original story was presented, but it turns out, according to Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, they were there for two minutes before the cops were called on them. Two minutes? Really? Yeah. Definitely not loitering. Uh, he, Nelson said he asked the store manager if he could use the bathroom, but was told restrooms were for paying customers only. Nelson said he left it at that and joined Robinson at a table to wait for their friend to arrive for their scheduled 4.45 p.m. business meeting. The Starbucks manager then approached the men and asked if they wanted to order something, according to Robinson, and they declined. At 4.37 p.m., so two minutes later, uh, the manager called 911. It, <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. So then it gets even uh, more wild, wilder. Uh, Robinson says they weren't read any rights. They were just double-locked, handcuffed, behind their backs and escorted out and put into a squad car so they weren't read their miranda rights like that is that's illegal (laughs) very legal yeah um i you know honestly like i don't know if there's a way cops get around that because i've watched so much law and order where i'm like oh that'll just get thrown out in court because they weren't read their rights right correct but i don't know how that actually works in practice like maybe the cops can get around that uh i think that there's some stupid i'm not sure that this is entirely true but i think that there's something where instead of being like arrested you're just being detained you're not being charged with anything this was not being detained what the detained stuff happened during occupy wall street a Uh lot where they would take people and basically hold them in pens and that that's when like the aclu and the nyclu was trying to educate people about asking like officer am i being arrested am i free to go if they put you in a car and they take you to the precinct, you're arrested. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. I'm pre- I, as far as I know, they booked them. What, what are they? They charged them with something? I don't know. With, um, with loitering? Yeah, <laughs> it I should be, know. if anything, maybe a ticket. I mean, but the fact that then... they put them in a police car, that's pretty official. Uh, they were released. So uh, Nelson and Robinson spent hours in a jail cell. Uh, they were released around midnight after the district attorney declined to prosecute them for trespassing. So trespassing. They wor- so there they we weren't go. prosecuted. Really trespassing at a Starbucks? Yeah. 
Uh, Nelson told the AP, you go from being someone who's just trying to be an entrepreneur, having your own dreams and aspirations, and then this happens. How do you handle it? Do you stand up? Do you fight? Do you sit down and just watch everyone else fight for you? Do you let it slide? Like, we let every everything else slide with injustice? Yeah, I mean, that's the fucked up thing. We're like, they went peacefully, but can you imagine if these two black men had started, like, getting outraged and yelling and like if you just calmly ask what you're being charged with sometimes you can get the shit exactly yeah like so they did the right thing in terms of like just trying to protect their own lives but they would have been totally justified to be like how dare you (laughs) like what are you doing but had they done that like they could have easily been killed yeah or if, if, if the minimally assaulted yeah so now i guess they're in mediation with starbucks um and they said to, to the AP, they hope this will lead to lasting change, such as requiring a customer bill of rights to be posted in stores and new policies for customer ejections and racial profiling. Um, Nelson said, this is something that has been going on for years and everyone's blind to it, but they know what's going on, if, if you get what I mean. Um, he added that he and Robinson hope to help people understand that it's not just a black people thing, it's a people thing. That's what we want to see out of this, and that's true change. This is a, a huge reason why I'm glad I don't work for Starbucks anymore. Really? Yeah. They, the, when I worked there, it was a it was very different. Um, like I said, we weren't allowed to kick out anyone who mm-hmm. brought in food from other places. Right. Which I thought was ridiculous, but like the bathrooms back at that time were like for they were considered public bathrooms. They weren't considered. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So they they didn't have codes. People would line up them for hours. Yes, they would get absolutely ruined and they were so disgusting. Well, also sometimes it was I'm not sometimes. It was a failure of the city to properly care for homeless people. So yeah. the reason homeless people would go to Starbucks bathrooms is cuz they couldn't get access to bathrooms anywhere yeah. else. The same thing when you and I worked at Borders. Mm-hmm. Homeless people would come in all the time yep. and like wash in the bathroom mm-hmm. cuz it's like where else are they going to do it? Yeah. Um, so it's a failure of the, the city and the state. What's shitty is that Starbucks employees who aren't making a lot of money are the ones who have to do like all of the cleaning. Well, that it depends because if it was, if it, if there was ever, uh, like shit or blood or anything like that, mm. um, there was a, there's a number we could call where an- another company with hazmat suits was supposed to come clean it. Okay. I did that once as a manager of Starbucks and then realized that they didn't send like a cleanup crew. They sent like, a house like someone that you would hire they sent maids Ugh, so God. it was like these uh other poor people yeah, yeah. i was like oh like they didn't have protective suits they didn't have oh, anything God. more than what we had yeah. we had gloves and shit i yeah. was just like oh if i'm allowed to call a number and have someone else clean up human shit off of the walls right that's their job with that this, well, i'll have them do that but yeah i never called them again after yeah. i saw that but what uh was the deal i don't remember at borders we had like the time more no who cleaned our bathrooms I think the there was wasn't there. there were, was someone were from maids? Borders? Really? I don't think we cleaned the bathrooms. We didn't. We didn't. Like no. the employees didn't. But there was a. Spe- I like, think they had like a cleaning service. Yeah. I yeah. Think they yeah. Did. Yeah. Um. But also, like, I mean, now with Starbucks, they have the codes, and a lot of Starbucks don't have public bathrooms anymore to avoid homeless people or people who aren't customers doing that or coming in to use the bathroom. If you notice, like, a lot of Starbucks in the city got redesigned Mm -hmm. in the last few years, because if you have less than 19 or 17 seats, you don't have to provide a public bathroom, so they just got rid of a bunch of their seating. Yes, that makes sense. It's a lot more, like, counter... Yeah, if you have more seats, then you legally have to provide a public bathroom, so they just got rid of the seats. Oh, that is In so many stores. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we really are returning to a time... Maybe we never left it, but... Back in the very early days of the United States, there were things called, um, I think they were called beauty laws. And basically it was that if you were considered like offensive to look at, you could be penalized or jailed. For being ugly? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or like uh, like homeless being or unkempt. smelly. Un- yeah. Unkept. Like you could be removed from the public gaze because you were offensive for people to gaze upon. And that's really where we're at now it's like a law but like what not to wear yeah or like people just came up in the street like you come with yeah, us you make over time and this is like setting aside the very real problem of racial profiling like for people who are visually homeless there are fewer and fewer places that they can go to in mm-hmm. the city and be like welcomed and, and taken care of and 
a lot of people just don't want to look at them and don't want to deal with it. And I like don't mean to remove myself from that because like sometimes it's really upsetting to see a profoundly, you know, mentally ill person who's like, you know, so dirty and like, you know, it, it can be very upsetting, but the solution to that isn't to push them further and further away. Yeah. Like where are they going to go? I feel like the city every day is for fewer and fewer people, whether in terms of access or who can afford to live here. Mm-hmm. Like who's going to be able to live here after a while? Like the rent is so fucking high. Our trains don't work. <laughs> like, like at all. Yeah. It. Uh, I, I, people, um, people are just going to keep getting priced out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't want to get too far away from yep. the racial profiling thing. Um, yeah, this was such a clear, flagrant example of racial profiling. Like, two minutes, they're waiting for their friends, they're not doing anything. Leave them the fuck alone. What are you doing? Eight. And now look what happened. You're now in the national spotlight. Everybody knows you're fucking racist. Like, was it worth it? I want to know what happened to the store manager who called the police. Like, if they still have a job. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, but, I mean, thankfully, the per- whoever was the bystander recorded this because if we didn't have video of this, we yeah. wouldn't be hearing about she, it. She immediately started recording it and was immediately like, this is racist bullshit. And that's why she started recording it because she knew what was happening. Which, by the way, if you feel safe doing that, you absolutely should do that. Mm-hmm. If you ever see someone being stopped and frisked, if you ever see a black, if you ever see a black person being harassed by the police whip out your camera start filming because that video could you know make sure those cops are are held accountable it could actually save that person's life if a cop knows they were being filmed and that's your constitutional right to film a police officer in public if the cop starts giving you shit now having said that um we know what happened to the guy who filmed um oh shit uh i can't breathe eric garner oh um did they just harass him for they ruined his months life. and months? They and ruined months. his life. Yeah. So like I don't feel I don't ever feel comfortable telling people, you know, nothing will happen to you if you film cops. I'm just saying if you are a brave person and you want to do that, it can be tremendously helpful. Um, however, he was also a person of color. And yeah, mm-hmm. they just fucking ruined his life. They harassed him, they ra- harassed his whole family, he went to jail. Um yeah, it was really bad. Um any other dirty deets about Starbucks you want to spill? <laughs> As I mean, disgruntled former employee, apparently. I I mean I liked working for the, for the company. They d- from I wanted to work there because they paid better than everyone else. Yes. and then you got benefits and you got stock options. Uh, I mean, I got laid off when the economy crashed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like working there anymore, so it was kind of a blessing. Yeah. But, um. It's just, it's the company's changed a lot. And now, but now, you know what? They're allowed to wear like whatever they want to work now. So yeah. fuck you guys. Charles is real outraged. I had to wear black or white. <laughs> and that's it. And you can wear flannel and like hats and shit now. Yeah. You walk into the store and I hear Beyonce. I had to listen to like bullshit white people jazz <laughs> for hours. Oh, yeah. I forgot that it used to be a very different experience. Yeah. yeah. Trying to like create, like we had to sell that Paul McCartney album exclusively, the one where, on the cover where he looked like Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Like, I've, I've thought he was about trying that. to do a comeback. Ugh. We're like, um, if you've ever been in a Starbucks when it's, they're getting like slammed mm-hmm. it, I just feel so sorry for them. I'm like, this seems like hell on earth. Mm. Cause also Everybody who goes to Starbucks is like the most entitled person in the world. <laughs> I met some really awesome people at Starbucks. That's good. Um, celebrity wise. Oh, celebrity wise, yeah. Then who was your favorite celebrity you met at Starbucks? Sarah Michelle Geller. <gasps> wow, that was so fast. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller, Christian Chenoweth, Pink. They were all really fucking awesome. Who was your favorite celebrity at Borders you met? Uh, Eric McCormick from Will and Grace. Mm. And Madonna. When the fuck did Madonna come in? When she was... Were you not there that day? I, did I miss Madonna? She was uh, signing one of her stupid children's books. Was I working then? I think so, yeah. It was months into when I was working. Mother. It was right before I got Fucker. fired. I miss... Oh, I forgot you got fired. Yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so great. Um, I should have been fired many times, and I'm just charming and got out of it. Uh, but yeah. Madonna was... Madonna, Madonna got the bad rap because she was fucking awesome. 
You know what? That doesn't surprise me. I really liked um, Renee Zellweger was very nice. Mm. Um, there was one person at Starbucks who was the worst and they <gasps> came in so frequently and I'm not sure that I should say that. Much, really? I still to this day hate this person. Can you say? Or do you just want to tell me? I can, I can tell. If you're okay saying it on air. Yeah. Um, Famke Jensen, the girl who plays Jean Grey in X-Men and she was in the Taken movies. Oh, okay. She put, Yeah. You don't remember her? No, I'm just picturing... Um, Sophia, because she played uh, Jean. Oh, in, more recently? Yeah, more recently. Um, if I see her photo, I'll know she, who she is. That's how photos work. Yep. <laughs> Jean Grey. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. She's one of the worst people I've ever met in my life. Wow. Ever met in my life. What? Like, why? What did she do? Um, <clears throat> now they're a lot more lax, but back then, it was we were they were very strict about letting dogs in the store. Uh-huh. And she had an adorable dog that I loved, but... As the as the person in charge, I had to be the one to go over and be like, "I'm sorry, like your dog has to go outside while you order your drinks or whatever," which is stupid. I want the dog to stay inside. Yeah, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do now. Now, if you just tell people that it's a service animal, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> but then, so she always threw a fit about that a little bit, understandably, because I wouldn't want to tie my dog up sure, outside either. Sure. Um, but then was so specific. Uh, one, very rude every time to the cashier, uh-huh. whether or not we t- had already told her. After a while, we just stopped bothering with the dog. We're yeah. just like, let her bring the fucking dog in. Yeah, yeah. Um, still That's how a- they win, Charles. Yeah. That's how hot people win. Still very rude to the cashiers every time. And we knew every single time that she would make us remake her cappuccino four to five times. What the fuck? Every single time. It was never right the first time. What the fuck? That's- I don't know. It was she. Uh, That's like... A disorder, like there's something wrong. I've never forgiven her. (laughs) Oh Jesus, what a nightmare! Yeah, so that kind of ruined X Men for me. That's like uh, why I'm. Yeah, the service industry is just because I, you know, I feel like everybody should have to work in the service industry once to know how terrible people can be. Mm. But my early jobs when I was like a teenager were all food industry jobs, and Mm. people are fucking monsters when they're hungry. Um, who the oh. Uh, one of the Starbucks I worked at was in Soho across the street from Balthazar, mm-hmm. which is the very shishi, yes. like whatever. And the Olsen twins at the time were going to NYU. Oh my goodness. So they had lunch or dinner or something at Balthazar and then came to get coffee. Uh-huh. And I was doing something and looked up and they were in the store, but then the entire store's windows and it was just full of paparazzi <gasps> flashes. And I was like, what is happening? Were they moving what? like in unison? Like the twins like, from The Shining? Yep. Yeah, a little bit like hunched over. <laughs> Wearing a lot of blankets. Yes, they're very purses. cold all the time. They're tiny. Not anymore, but back when they were doing that boho thing, yeah. like a bunch, like wearing three hats at once. You know what's extra sad about that? Their sister Elizabeth <gasps> is beautiful, and like I think all of them were beautiful. No, they're beautiful, but like when they were going through their very obvious eating disorder phase. Yes, and like Elizabeth never—I shouldn't say never had that. I don't know her, but she always looked like very healthy, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's so sad. Like. She looks so healthy and she's still so beautiful. It's mm, like, mm-hmm. don't starve yourselves, girls. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, it's that time. Let's do it. Here is your good news. Woot. All right, so you you guys probably heard about this because it's pretty spectacular. Um, But the the woman uh, involved is such a badass, I wanted to shout her out. So there was just a horrific story about a Southwest Airlines flight where the engine blew up mid-flight and it sucked out uh, one of the windows and tragically... It also, uh, a female passenger got sucked into the hole. And this is super graphic, and oh, I'm really sorry. I just heard that sorry. she died. I didn't know that she got sucked into it. No, no, she got sucked out Ooh. partially, and this is really horrifying, and I apologize, but uh, her blood sprayed the other windows. Oh, my God. So then That's the, like a horror movie. It's, it's horrible. It's Final Destination. So the passengers are screaming. Their oxygen masks are dangling. Very heroically, some of the passengers were trying to pull her back in. She was dead. Um, and this is all happening. And the pilot who is was flying the plane uh, is uh, Tammy Jo Schultz. And apparently she... Uh, 
is this total badass. Uh, she's a former Navy fighter pilot. Um, and there's a black box so. recording of her. Um, I don't know if it's the black box recording, but it's her communicating with the, um, the, the, towers. the towers. Yeah. And she is just so calm. They've told her everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, the engine just blew up. The window got sucked out. A passenger is half outside of the plane. And she's like calmly relaying this and is such a fucking boss the whole time. And I know she wasn't the only pilot flying the plane, but it was just so fucking impressive to hear how calm she was. And as somebody very correctly pointed out, Sully Sullenberger got all of this attention. And I mean, rightfully so, because he safely landed the plane. But he also apparently uh, there was a pilot on Twitter explaining how a lot of what Sully did was like pre-automated in the okay. plane. Oh, okay. Whereas what Tammy Jo Schultz did was a lot more like just her being very calm and a good leader and having her shit together as a pilot. Didn't wasn't Sully didn't he like disregard certain orders and shit too? Yeah, and he, he got, got in trouble. In, he got in trouble and there was also like a lot of like character smearing of him where like apparently he had had alcohol problems in the past and they were like looking into that. And was he drunk at the time? No, that and was the whole thing. It's like it's why fine. are we even talking about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but so she's being praised obviously right now for her swift response in the midst of a horrific situation and obviously like it's it's horrible that this lady died but um yeah they were so lucky to have her as a pilot because she had her shit together with being told that um with like the window knocked out and that someone got sucked out and died. I feel like she probably needed to be told that, but I, she probably didn't need to be told that the engine exploded. I feel like she probably would have known that. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, huh, what's yeah. that? Well, uh, everything's that fine. Yeah, I'm sure they have like little buttons and stuff that tell them, you know, little buttons that tell you when the <laughs> engine's out. Um, but... Just, I, I know that she's yes. getting a lot of credit for being very calm, but I just imagine like a flight attendant coming in and be like, the engine exploded and she's turning around and be like, oh, really, did yeah. it? Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, Sherlock Holmes. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, but she, the, you should listen to the air traffic control audio because they are having the most calm conversation about the most horrific thing. Like literally, at one point, the uh, the air traffic controller is like, "Are you on fire?" And she goes, um, "The plane's not on fire, but part of it is missing." And she's so calm. There better be a movie about her. I know. Uh, and she was like, "Could you have the medical meet us there on the runway as well? We've got injured passengers." Uh, yeah. And again, I know this is their job. The, the, the controller responded, um, I'm sorry. You said there was a hole and somebody went out. <laughs> um, that's not funny. It's, it's not. It's horrifying. Oh God. Yeah. I'm but sorry, I mean, shout out that. to her. And I mean, also just, let's just remember that there was a time where men said women couldn't be pilots, that they're too hysterical, <laughs> too emotional. It's like, just play this audio clip as a response to that always because yeah. this woman is a stone cold badass. This is the group of drunk guys flying your planes. <laughs> the hammered assholes who were like, we're flying in the sky. <laughs> oh uh, God. Remember, do you remember when we were really little and that report came out about how drunk pilots are always? And mm-hmm. everyone was like, what? what? Why? The guys who, pl- who fly us 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they're shit faced. Mm-hmm. Not to profile, it's not all of them, but it was a really, really bad problem. It was a huge problem. I mean, it still is probably, but I think they have like slightly, like a slightly better handle on it, maybe. Yeah, there's a lot more like, um, it like encouraged snitching on each other. Yeah, rightfully so. Is your co pilot shit faced drunk? Maybe say something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, what was it? A couple. In the last few years, didn't like a pilot get locked out of the cockpit because he was wasted? <laughs> like the probably. other, the co-pilot was like, "No." Oh, he locked him out because he yeah. was so drunk. Yeah. Oh, probably. Oh, like, that Jesus. That's maybe a I'm bad day at a work. False memory, but I feel like that happened. Or maybe it was a TV show. <laughs> anyway, this is unrelated. But I had a friend once who I forget where he was flying back from. It was like he was coming back from South America or something. Oh, no, he was going to South America. And he had a drink in the airport lounge. And then he was trying to board a flight. And they were like, "Uh, I am sorry, sir. You are too drunk 
to board the plane. <laughs> and he was like, he wasn't. He had had one drink. Uh-huh. And he had to like basically debate that he was sober uh-huh. to them where he's like no I'm, I'm i had a drink but i'm and they were like sir we can smell alcohol on you you are too drunk <laughs> to board this plane it's a very conservative <laughs> desk person he's like no he was wondering if like maybe they wanted a bribe or something that's weird but he's like no i'm i'm sober i don't know i was just reminded but of also, alcohol you know on planes. how many people get hammered to get on planes yeah. because they just want to pass out that's why yeah i know um i ask my friends for xanax when i fly oh yeah yeah that's a good call um so the other good news piece of information i have for you before you go on your merry little ways is that alex jones has been hit with yet another defamation lawsuit (laughs) i feel like 90 percent of the good news i share on this show is alex jones being hit with defamation lawsuits but this time the lawsuit is from the sandy hook parents because as we all know alex jones uh, claims that the 20 small children and six adults who were murdered during the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre, um, those murders were fake. He claims the parents of those dead children are liars and crisis actors. Mm. Wouldn't that be a nice thing as you're burying your child, your your small baby, uh, to have a fucking red-faced lunatic in like screaming at you that their that their murder was fake and that you're a liar that your child never existed mhm mhm like and then getting death threats from strangers because of this lunatic like the fact that the sandy hook parents haven't joined together to kill alex jones is like a credit to their own i don't know like i can't imagine doing anything more cruel to someone and how furious and hurt they would be, you know. I would, I would be. In, he, like he's an evil person. Yeah, I would, I would be fine with them storming the studio. He's hopefully an, he's alive at the time. Ugh, he's disgusting. Yeah. Like the fact that that alone didn't get him banned from YouTube, you know, like is a joke. It's I mean, if he if he ever, ever eventually gets banned from YouTube, some, he's just gonna start putting his videos up either himself and hosting them on his. Yeah, servers, but that's fine. Or, like, let him do that. The fact that YouTube still allows him... Oh, no, I'm not saying that she should be... On their website? It's like, like, you're an accessory to this horrific nonsense he comes up with. But, like, if YouTube finally does ban him, that's not that doesn't mean he's gone, no, unfortunately. No, but, like, stop <clears throat> giving him a platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make him do that. That's fine. He can, like, put up his sad little videos however he wants. But anybody who sponsors him, anybody who platforms his insane rants are part of the problem. Um... So yeah, they're they're suing him now, which is like good. Um, and yeah, sorry, this article has photos of the parents holding uh, pictures of their kids and crying. Um, yeah, he's just disgusting. I like anybody who still watches him. I like I actually know some people who watch him because they think he's funny. Mm-hmm. But okay, but you're still giving him views. No. The only way that I can watch him or the Tommy Laren videos are when other people are like dissecting them and proving that like uh, Hassan Piker on Facebook or um, oh, yes, yes, yes. like I'll watch those videos where I'm like, oh, well, this is all I need to see, but I'm not giving you views. Right, right. I, um, I was so happy for so long because I didn't know who she was. Tommy Laren? Yeah, I still forget her name a lot. I'm like mm. the blonde one. I have to remember what her name actually is because of everyone just making up things that start with t and l yeah so that's one of my favorite um it's not really a meme but like a joke online is that no one can remember her name so they just call her different first names that start with t and last names that start with l yeah and sometimes they're not even names they're just words yeah (laughs) so funny um but i mean good for good for these parents i mean they've had to put up with so the worst thing that can happen to someone yeah and then and the, you have to go through this. That's so cruel. And then being constantly attacked and having your life threatened. Yeah, Not enough bad things can happen to Alex Jones, in my opinion. Like, he is so monstrous and such a bad person. And anybody who listens to him and calls themselves a Christian, it's like, you're oh. a fucking joke. Yeah. Are you kidding? Doing this to parents after this horrible thing happened to him? One of the worst things <laughs> that can ever happen? Ugh, it's just disgusting. 
Have you ever like seen someone? Because I saw a video recently of someone confronting the pastor from that church in Texas that got shot up, and they were no. confronting him in front of the church, and his daughter died in that shooting and they were like your daughter never existed show like show me your body show me your body like you want me to exhume her body like how do you not punch someone like that just to prove something to you oh disgusting yeah i i want to give a shout out to the opposition um which is a great show on comedy central keisha zolar and pia glenn uh, both write for the show and they did a great episode recently where one of their correspondents went to washington dc where alex jones was holding a press conference and the correspondent was pretending like he was a huge fan of Alex Jones. So he goes and he sees him at the press conference and he goes, wait a second, that's not the real Alex Jones. So he accuses him of being a crisis actor. Oh my God. Then he confronts him about being a crisis actor. He's like in his face. He's like, I know you're not the real Alex Jones. And then Alex Jones goes, I am the real Alex Jones. And he breaks down and he apologizes to him. And he goes, I mean, what kind of monster would accuse someone of not being real to his face, to his face. And then he goes, are you going to apologize as well about Sandy hook and, and all of that stuff. And like, Alex Jones's response is so weird. I have to watch this video. Oh my god! Go find it. Uh, I think you can see uh, the old episodes and clips on Comedy Central's website. But all props to the correspondent. I wish I could remember his name. He's so ballsy and so brave. And Alex Jones, it's so weird. His response. He tries to lead the crowd around them in a chant to like shout over the correspondent. It's so weird. Like he's obviously. I don't want to say like he's mentally unstable, but it's definitely a very weird response. It it's kind of like the same like uh, is this is this how you really feel, or are you doing this because you get views and money and yeah? Like I can't tell what's a character or like what's like caused by like or um, Milo too. some self medication. Let's say yeah, I don't sure. know like what's going on chemically anymore. But yeah, is it a character? Is it like that was always Glenn Beck too, where he would, you know, start crying and blubbering very embarrassingly. Um, is this a character you actually experiencing experiencing emotion right now? And like with Glenn Beck, it was a little more obvious because like he would rail against city yeah. liberals and then go see like Broadway plays and mm-hmm. wear like five hundred dollar jeans, and he was clearly a con man. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it seems like Alex Jones does a lot of cocaine. <laughs> But I'm not going to say but that But it's not acting like a guy who do doesn't a do a lot of cocaine, right? Yeah, like um, when he's red-faced and tearing off his own shirt. Yeah. You know, you got you to gotta ask those questions. What's going on? It's not like... Chemically speaking. <laughs> it's not like fun recreational nightclub cocaine. <laughs> no, it's like... This like at work doing rails off your desk cocaine. Yeah, like everybody else has stopped doing coke and you're the guy who's still doing coke and now you're doing coke at work cocaine. Like it's, been, it's, been, it's been two days. <sighs> Alex, you... you you're doing too much cocaine. Yeah. In addition to everything else you're doing, because I, you know, it's not just cocaine. No, it's uh, you no, know, it's supplements. His supplements. His excellent, excellent supplements. <laughs> that totally work and I are worth all the money. His Greek god body. Oh God. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting at home and being like, "That's what I want to look like." Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he takes them. I just uh, not. It, it's. It, I, my brain just malfunctioned just thinking about Alex Jones and all the <laughs> madness. Just all right. Blah. Before we go, because I don't want to leave everybody with the image of a shirtless Alex Jones in their head. Um, is there anything you've seen recently or heard recently that made you happy? Um. Hmm. Or like laugh. There was a there was a guy on the train on the way here, not the guy who got arrested. Yes, Charles <laughs> had one of his patented. Um, Torturous journeys here. Yeah, uh, it it wasn't it wasn't bad until I got to Union Square. But like this guy was on the A train all the way down Manhattan, and he had a bongo that he didn't really play. He just kind of hit it every once in a while. Okay, and was just kind of like trying to lead, uh, like a a, uh, a movement on the train. I suppose he was trying to get everyone to say good morning. And he got a couple of people to be like, good morning. And they were being like really nice. And I was Aww. like, all right, everyone calm down. <laughs> um, but then he was like, for the entire, because from 125th to 59th Street, it's express. So you can't, there's no stops. Yes. And that's when they, the Showtime kids come on. Or yes. like when people really trap you right. to listen to Captive their audience. music. And he was just like saying these weird, like almost affirmations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, he was like, 
uh, money's not real. Life is a boomerang. And I was like, <laughs> what? what? Was it Kanye? I, <laughs> Were you no, on the train with not. Kanye? Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't Kanye? <laughs> or like, love is real, but also fake. I mean, he was just like going off on the Every weird... single one of those could have been a Kanye tweet. It is. It could be. Um, but I was just like, these, maybe he was just reading Kanye's Twitter <laughs> yeah. at the top of his lungs. Pass these off as my, my favorite own. though was life is a boomerang. Life is a boomerang. But they life didn't follow it up. Boomerang. It was just like a very concise sentence. Yeah. And then there was no follow up. Like no. I mean, what else do you need to say? <laughs> Put that shit on a t-shirt. Yeah. He's going to be a billionaire if he does that. <laughs> Don't take my idea. It's not my idea. It's his idea. Is it? <laughs> Did you see? Okay. And I know Kanye is so problematic and I've talked about it a lot on podcasts, but did you see recently he tweeted that like sometimes he gets mad when people, uh, he perceives people who like rip off his ideas, mm. but then he realizes his original idea was like ripped off of somebody else. I saw inklings of him going off on Twitter about something and I was like, I want no part of that. He was kind of just like, I think the point he was trying to make is all art is derivative. So yeah. let's all calm down. All right. I'm very excited to see the episode of Family Feud with the Wests versus the Kardashians. I'm sorry, what? You didn't know that that's happening? Nope. It was filmed a couple months ago, oh and it's about god. to come out. Oh and my god. It was supposed to be, Steve Harvey was on, uh, was Steve Harvey? Is he host Family Feud? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 He um, uh, was being like, oh, it was originally supposed to be like Chris and Kim, Courtney, Chloe, maybe Kendall, or right. So it's five on each side. So Kim's with the Wests. She when when it was supposed to be the Kardashians versus the Hiltons. Oh, and the Hiltons backed out at the very Those last minute. Motherfuckers. So Kanye West, because he likes the show so much, was like, "I'll do it. We'll bring wow, my family that's, on." Uh, that's actually really surprising because usually he doesn't like to do he stuff. He Really likes the show, apparently. That's so funny. And so when he decided to do it, Kim switched teams. <gasps> Like, I'm gonna so go she's gonna be against husband. her sisters. Yep. Oh, love it! And then apparently Kanye's team came up to Steve Harvey afterwards, or like during filming, we're like, and the entire time we've been working for him, he's never smiled this much. <laughs> he's really enjoying being <laughs> here because he likes the show that much. Oh my apparently. god! Wait, so who else would be like on the West Side? Like his parents? Uh, no, I know his mom is dead. I'm not sure about oh, his okay. father, but his I'm, I'm not sure who the other Wests are. Okay, I'm not sure that they're famous or anything. Interesting. They're just his family. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, I'll definitely be watching that. <laughs> yes, I will. Definitely. Especially like if they ask the Kardashians like stuff that average people should know. <laughs> How much is a, gal- <laughs> a gallon of milk? I, I just want to see like Kris Jenner's idea of what normal things are. <laughs> it's a banana. What could it be? $10? <laughs> oh, when does this air? Uh, I'm I not sure. write it down in my I calendar. know that they're getting very close to it. I can Google it. Oh my but, goodness. Um, I'm, I'm more excited about this than I've ever been about anything let's see west what does that say about Kardashian me i don't even know family there there it is immediately family it auto filled people are excited um bum, 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 bum. when is it airing not soon enough i'll tell you that i can't find the that's okay air date. i also thought your train got delayed because james comey is having a book signing at the union square barnes and noble which is just going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I haven't, I've been there for other author signings that were pretty big, but James I know Hillary Comey, Clinton did one. Yeah. I, yeah. I went for both of the Sedaris's, Amy and David, separately. Mm-hmm. And like both of their signings were ridiculous. Like, but when it's a politician but or yeah, like a huge figure can, like that, the security that is in. Is going to be on lockdown and full of people. Yeah. Especially like a very controversial figure <laughs> like mm-hmm. him. Uh, yeah. So anyways, guys, we're out of time. Please follow Charles on Twitter at Charles Rockhill. Thank you to all the video pod people who are watching all two of you. Yeah. And you can go sign up at the website for as little as $5 a month to keep light trees and news going. Do but it. there are higher tiers. Like for example, if you sign up at $50 a month, you get these neat little video pods where you get to see Penny in the background and Charles's little smiling face. She hasn't moved at all. And guys, yeah. Uh, like I said, if you've been enjoying the show, please consider supporting it. Otherwise, I can't bring you new episodes and that would be very sad. Uh, Mm. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those good places. I'm sure you're already subscribed to us on iTunes, but if you haven't written a review yet, please go do that. It helps a lot. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and get out there and cause a little trouble. Yeah. Yeah.